Welcome to the Seeing in the Dark podcast. My name is Nicole Costeres, and I welcome you in a space to find a deep trust in yourself, your intuition, and a deeper intelligence of life. In this podcast, I offer ways to cultivate your intuitive gifts and dive deep into the mysteries of power, purpose, and soul leadership, so that you can remember your deepest core and let your truest potential come alive. Dark, primal, shamanically wild, crystallized, bright, and subtly intuitive. Welcome to the first episode of the Seeing in the Dark podcast. In this first episode, I will take you into a workshop that will guide you into living the fullness of your purpose. Some of the topics that we will touch upon in this episode are the one big decision I made in my life that brought me where I am today. I will share with you about the three gatekeepers that can offer a sense of blockage or like can have us feel like we cannot live our purpose fully. Um, I will share with you about the bigger cycles of life that we go through as women. And I will also share with you about what it means to choose heartbreak over suffering. Finally, I will touch upon how we can turn this global crisis into a global initiation. So I recommend for this workshop that you find a place where you will not be disturbed and yeah, really take your time to go inward and feel where in your being the words are touching you. I wish you a beautiful time and looking forward. My name is Nicole Costeras and I got invited today to speak about leadership. And to be very honest, if someone would have told me that five years ago, I would not have believed that. Because five years ago, my dream was to have a successful massage practice here in Holland. And my whole work was still Dutch. I was, yeah, I was fully Dutch working in Holland, very locally. Um, and by that time, I had no idea where I would be today. And that's what I want to speak with you about today. I really would love that this hour can inspire you to embrace your soul leadership more. And when I share about soul leadership, what I mean is soul leadership for me is so deeply embodying your own unique gifts that you naturally assist, inspire and teach others from that. And so I feel like wherever you are in that right now, I would love that this hour can have you feel more trust and more faith and more courage to walk that path, whatever is your gift. And so I also want to point out that when I speak about soul leadership, it doesn't need to be that you will be a facilitator that works internationally. It can also be that your deepest like the, your deepest soul leadership is in being a mom full time and, and pouring all your soul's love and heart and care into that. So whatever, whatever shape or color your soul leadership has for you, it's fully welcome. Yeah, and with that, I want to release the ideas that it needs to look a certain way. Yeah. So before I continue, I would love to, I would love if you can share in the chat how you are feeling right now and where are you tuning in from? Maybe you want to share in the chat so that we can just have a sense how our web is weaving. I am tuning in myself from Amsterdam. It's for the four, first time in four years that I, I landed again in one place after four years of traveling. 
Dolphson, I see. Olivia says, I'm feeling really drawn to soul leadership and I'm turning in from Spain. I see Utrecht, Belgium, Germany, Switzerland, Spain, Antwerp, Maastricht, amazing. Istanbul, Slovenia, Tel Aviv, Luxembourg, I love it. Amsterdam, Belgium. So it seems like we're a pretty international, international group. Amazing. Yeah. So in this hour, I'm going to share some things with you. I'm going to share some of my own experiences, but I also really want to take you into some experience inside yourself. Uh, so will it be a blend of meditation, of visualization, but also for you to reflect? Because I feel we're in this month of December where it's so beautiful to look back and reflect upon this year. The previous call was about cycles, about uh, our menstrual cycles, our monthly cycles. And here in Soul Leadership, I want to also expand it to different cycles that are happening simultaneously. Because while our monthly cycle for us as women is happening, whether you're still in your blood time or after your blood time, uh, there's also bigger cycles where we are feeling pulled inwards and later on coming out outwards again. And if I look back on 2020, I feel that this year, I feel for most of us has been a year where there was an invitation of a lot of inward time with the global lockdowns happening. I feel the world was almost forced to go inside. And I feel also what 2020 gave us is an opportunity to make a decision if we allow this global crisis to let us break, break us or let us break us open. And this will define the experience that you've been having about 2020. Have you allowed this global crisis to let you let it break you? Or could we receive it as a deeper gift where we had the opportunity to let us break open? And so I feel that if you look back on 2020, I feel curious what the gifts of 2020 have been for you and what the pressure of the global crisis has been cooking inside of you. And just as we were in this five minute break, I just hear this word diamond and I, I Google online and I find this quote and it says, a diamond is a chunk of coal that did well under pressure. And I feel it's the same with soul leadership. Sometimes we need a certain pressure or a certain amount of being uncomfortable that creates the right pressure for our soul's gift to, to crystallize and to come out. So if you look back on 2020, what has that been for you? Where has 2020 been uncomfortable for you or where has it been offering some pressure? And with that, has it been inviting you to step up into something more fully? And if that something comes up for you, I would love if you can share that in the chat. Yeah. Hmm. So for me, it has definitely been to embrace my leadership more fully. Because when I started, I would say to th around 2015, I made this decision that I would only follow my aliveness, no matter what comes up. I decided I would only follow where my life force is guiding me, where my deeper knowing or my intuition is guiding me, even if I feel scared as shit. 
even if my whole like body gets washed over with doubts, even if I feel super overwhelmed, to still go in the direction of where my aliveness is guiding me. And you know, for me, it didn't start with really big decisions. For me, it started, I would say around 2014, where I said, okay, in the weekend, I'm going to make two hours available where I only follow my aliveness for two hours a week. The rest of the week, I was still working as a social worker. I loved my job, but I also felt trapped in the system. I felt something deeper wanted to come out, but I also had no idea how or where or what, like what was my purpose? I had a sense of it, but it, it, was, it wasn't fully coming out yet. And so I started with these two hours a week of fully surrendering myself to follow my aliveness, my excitement or what lits me up or what relaxed me or what felt most nourishing for me. So if following your aliveness, I, I don't know where you're at in that process. So I'll just create some entrance points at different stages, but following your aliveness can be as simple as the question, what feels most nourishing for me right now? I know that that helped me a lot when I started to create this commitment for myself, what feels most nourishing for myself right now? And sometimes that would look like relaxing and doing nothing. And you know, when we can follow that, when we can follow what feels most nourishing or alive for us in this moment, that will actually be more of support for our purpose than thinking, oh, what should I do now to live my purpose more? It's in following those subtle signals that guide us along the way in each moment. And so these two hours a week, they started to expand through the whole weekend. They started to expand through multiple days in the week. And they started to invite me to let go of my, of my job more and to step more fully into what my soul came here to bring. And so before I knew it, it was my whole week that was filled with what felt alive for me. And my experience is also that when we start to go into connecting deeper to our aliveness in each moment, that there are certain gatekeepers, you could also almost call it, certain gatekeepers that will hold us back or can hold us back. And so these three gatekeepers I found are fear, doubt, and overwhelm. And maybe you recognize some of those that when you start to, to follow more your aliveness and your excitement, that maybe doubt comes up and you're like, yeah, but who, who would want to join this? Or is it even like, is it even valuable enough to share this with the world? Or who would be interested in this? Or is this really my intuition? Or am I making this up? Or it could be that the gatekeeper of fear comes up and you start to, to feel afraid that maybe you cannot do this, maybe you should study a bit more, maybe you still, after all these courses, and have, after all these courses haven't done enough so that it's good enough to share it with the world. Or it can be that so much inspiration comes to that you feel overwhelmed and you don't know where to start. So maybe you want to let me know in the chat if you recognize one of these gatekeepers and which one can show up for you the most, or maybe it's even all three. And I'll check the chat for what you said about 2020. Yeah, I see it. Liza says activation connection to the earth's portals, transcendence for 2020. Livia says 2020 gave me a feeling of now or never. Exactly. Yeah, I recognize that. Bravery, courage to be seen, heard, and self love. 
when I love myself so much, I can share myself with others online. Yeah. I love that you share this. I hope I say your name right, Livia. Because um, I feel like in order to go more into our soul leadership, we need a certain amount of courage. We need a certain amount of bravery because we're stepping out of how many people on this planet are still doing today. And that is we, we, many of us still live our life according to what we think we should live or according what society uh, accepts as normal. Or um, so I feel it asks a certain amount of bravery and a certain amount of courage to go into that. Carola says 2020 supported my process of being more with myself and putting myself first. Beautiful. Yeah. Lynn says not interacting with clients for a longer stretch of time allowed me to drop into silence and to receive inspiration clearer than ever. I can so resonate with that. I feel like when the first lockdowns happened here in Holland, um, I completely lost all my work. And Women of Ancient Futures was already quite an established business, but everything was offline, everything was in person. So when the lockdowns happened, I lost my whole business basically. And for three months I was on, on the government support, on the TOSO, because nothing was happening in my business. And because nothing was happening, I was allowed to meet myself deeper and to go into silence. And like, like Lynn says, to through that receive new inspiration. So it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a cycle of death and birth. So whatever has been dying for you this year, something new has been birthing already or will birth from that. And so after these first lockdowns that have been happening, women of ancient futures went through a rebirth where everything kind of exploded and it, and it grew so much I couldn't keep up with it. So it, it doesn't matter where in this cycle of death and rebirth you are right now, know that if you're at a point where you feel like, oh my God, everything is falling apart, that it's the opportunity to go inside and to listen to what will emerge from that because something deeper will emerge from that. Yeah. So I see some of the gatekeepers that you're sharing is self-doubt. Someone says self-doubt. A lot of uncomfortableness and resistance this year. Yeah. Those gatekeepers uncomfortable, but there for a reason, exactly. Yeah, and here, Nazmi, I hope I say it right. Such a beautiful name. Staying true to myself and being more authentic by conquering my fears and getting out of my comfort zone. A magical year of growth. Yes, I love that you share that because I, I think I named it before when we descend deeper in our soul leadership, we're going to get uncomfortable, period. And if there's a person who doesn't, I would like to meet that person because so far, it's just such a part of the process of coming out more fully. We're gonna get uncomfortable. And it's like, it, it refers to this quote about the diamond, you know, the diamond needs pressure in order to shine and to come out fully. And so this pressure helps us if we can receive it in that way. Because I see in the women that I'm working with that 
they have these dreams and they see they see what their soul is coming coming for they feel that they feel the gift they want to bring into the world but as soon as they start to come out and these gatekeepers start to show up they go back they go back into their cave and go back into their hiding because they're not sure and they start to doubt and so what what can be really helpful here is this shift of perspective of how you receive these gatekeepers instead of letting these gatekeepers be a sign for you to go back into your hiding let these gatekeepers be the inspiration and the signaling that you're actually going in the right direction that's why they are showing up and this shift of perspective changed my life so every time now that fears come up i know i'm going in the right direction because it's in this stretching zone that our soul leadership can start to shine more fully in our comfort zone it will not happen it's in like stepping out of our comfort zone and allow ourselves to be stretched where our soul can start to shine more fully so where where that stretches for you is different for everyone i would say it's the point the sweet point where you feel like on your edge but not too far where your system panics because if your system panics then no stretching is possible anymore but like the edge of the edge of where you're feeling really uncomfortable but still you feel like i'm here i can do it and i can hold myself in my fears that's the sweet spot of stretching yeah and i remember like like one example for me that was like such a big stretch was um i remember 2 years ago i was in my bed and it was in the middle of the night i tend to get my inspiration a lot in the night i don't know how that is for all of you um but it was in the night and suddenly i see this big church in amsterdam and i see a hundred women dressed in red in a circle and they're like praying together and dancing together and sounding together and celebrating being a woman and i was like what is this vision i felt in my soul that this was a vision that wanted to birth through me but immediately also all these doubts came up like how how am i ever going to organize such a big event like how how <laughs> all these doubts and fears um but i knew that i knew that there would be a day when it would birth and so i think it was last year last year march when i held this first international women's day in amsterdam in the posthorn church and we were there with 100 women dressed in red and i was there standing in front of the group nervous and super grateful in the same time because i saw that vision that i was having right in front of me and i'm sharing this because i know this is true for all of you here that whatever your dream or vision is it's coming to you for a reason and sometimes we, and yeah what i want to share here is that we cannot control when this vision will happen and how this vision will happen but it's coming to you for a reason yeah and my experience with the unfoldment of visions is that they need a certain ripening time so it's almost like a baby that we carry in our womb and it needs time to ripen time to 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 yeah to get ready to birth so even if you have a vision and you're like yeah but it's not birthing yet and maybe it's not going to happen it's probably still ripening 
inside your womb, getting ready to birth itself. And the birthing of the, of the vision goes in a super illogical way. So where maybe in like through masculine, like maybe the old way of mind masculine leadership, we would make a 12 step plan in order for our soul's gift to birth. And that's not how it's working. Because I, I remember setting up a business years ago through this 12 step plan, it didn't work at all. <laughs> Actually, this business never even manifested at all. My experience of how our soul work births itself, it's going from front to Z, to A to left, to, to all kinds of directions. And sometimes doesn't make sense it's because a deeper intelligence is working behind it. And this deeper intelligence has a different structure of time and space than we have with our logical mind. The unfoldment of our soul work, we cannot grasp it with our logical mind because a deeper intelligence is working through us. So if you're, what feels most nourishing for you right now is to read a book and to rest and to do nothing, trust that deeper intelligence because it might be step three of the 12 step plan for birthing your, birthing your offering into the world, you know? Um, and that asks for some courage. That asks for some letting go of control because we cannot control how this deeper intelligence works through us. Yeah. How is this landing so far? I would love to stay in connection with you. There's any questions coming up? Let me check the chat also in the meantime. Aline says, I was there in the church dancing and praying and celebrating. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. It's amazing. Yeah, let me know how this is landing for you. And also let me know if something has been knocking on your door, some vision, and maybe you're already living your soul work, um, but there is a deepening that has been knocking on your door. Because my experience is also that our purpose and our soul work is almost like an alive being and it's in constant evolution. It's in constant shape-shifting like I shared before, like my dream started with having a full, uh, a full massage practice. And that evolved to working international with women all over the world, working with mediumship and psychic abilities and soul leadership now. And it was only possible for that to unfold because I kept on walking through each door. And the same is for you, like you can only see the second door by walking through the first. I, I could not have seen this work if I wouldn't have walked through that first door of my dream of having a full massage practice. I see resonating deeply, loving it, really supportive and such beautiful guidance towards the subtle energies working deeper. Yeah, beautiful. Soothing to hear my journey resonating deeply. Beautiful, yeah. I think this might actually also be a beautiful moment to guide you into meditation where you can connect deeper to this most free and alive self inside of you to 
like the deeper layers of your soul that want to unhide more fully. I see a question. Maybe a question on recognizing to let go of things that no longer serve as in such a process. Uh, okay, maybe a question on recognizing to let go of things that no longer serve us in such a process. Yeah, I love that you asked this question because this has been the most challenging thing for me this year. Um, but let me start with answering in, in 2015 when I made this decision to only follow my aliveness no matter what comes up. It guided me into letting go of more and more challenging things along the way. And so for me, it looked like in 2015, I got a herniated disc and I couldn't do my work anymore as a social worker. And so it asked me to let go of my, my job that provided me at that time my base income and at that time for me, my security. So that was really scary for me to do, but I was invited to let go of my job and I could have decided to stay in it. And that's what I mean with when, when we follow our aliveness, you will be uncomfortable and the same with letting go. It might be super uncomfortable, but when you really trust your deeper inner knowing, you will know that it doesn't no longer, that it no longer resonates if you're really honest. And so it kept on inviting me and I, in that same six months, I let go of my job, my relationship, my house. I stored all my things. I shaved my head. I sold my car. I brought my dog to a friend and I went to India. And it took me on four years of traveling. And that's what it looked like for me, you know, and that's maybe a bit of an extreme example. <laughs> but it can also be one of those things. <laughs> and that's what I mean, wherever your stretching zone is, but it will, start to, it will start to show you the things that are actually decaying, that are actually dead and still hanging on you. And so this year I was surprised because I thought I let, I let go of everything and life would not invite me into more letting go, but it did. And this year it was not so easy for me as in these 2015, six months where I basically shed my whole life. But this year it started to invite me to let go of friendships that have been in my life for 20 years. And it took me in a, in a year long, even now I can feel that it brings up sadness for me because it took me in a year long process of grief also. And also feeling like, wow, is life really inviting me to let go of this? But if I was really honest, I could see that we were not able to connect anymore. I felt like a stranger in these friendships. And I love my friends so, so much, but every time I would share something, even if I would make it super simple in language in my experience, they would not understand me. And the other way around, you know, they would not understand my, my life and what I'm doing now. And so I'm actually in this month having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with all of them and, and just sharing the, the grief process and, and how much I love them, but also how I feel that we are, that we've become strangers to each other. And I will get out of the WhatsApp group and not necessarily end the connection, but acknowledge the completion that has been happening. And so, yeah, I would say that in this process of letting go, some of them might be really easy to let go of, and some of them might open a process of deep grief. Yeah. 
And the deepest insight that I got in that process is that I choose heartbreak over suffering. And for me, suffering is staying in the thing, staying in the connections or staying in the job that no longer resonates or staying in the relationship that already completed or staying in a friendship that actually feels it's not really resonating anymore. For me, that's suffering. And I feel most of the world decides suffering over heartbreak. But when we can decide to acknowledge the completion or the end somewhere, it can open a deep heartbreak and a deep grief, but also it will be, it will be the next opening into a life that is deeply, deeply resonating. Like when I look around me now, there is friends that actually understand me in my soul, you know? And friends that see me for who I am, that understand what I'm here to bring into the world. I have a relationship that is the most nourishing relationship I've ever had in my life. I'm living a lifestyle that is completely location independent. I can travel wherever I want in the world. I'm, I'm making more money than I ever made in my life. But it, it also caused me some heartbreaks, to be honest, you know? So I, I feel like I don't want to sound disencouraging, but I do feel that when we connect deeper to our soul's gift, that there will be things that need to be let go of in our lives on the outside and on the inside. I've been shedding so many limiting beliefs around love, around relationships, around work, around money, around so many things that start to shed. But it also brought me to the most deeply aligned life that I could, could have ever imagined. Yeah. I see another question coming in. I do, let me check the time. Yeah, we still have time. So let's go into a question. And I do want to have time to go into the meditation with you as well. Um, everything resonates, but making me sad because I didn't feel it's inspired at all this year, just resting. Yeah. I, you know, I feel, Michelle, you're not the only one. I've heard this from quite some women that it actually was a year of resting. And I feel like here in Holland, we, we just went into our second lockdown, full lockdown. And I, I, I can just feel the pressure. I don't know how that is in the countries where you are all in, but in Holland, I can feel collective pressure building up. And I feel with that, it opens this portal for 2021 for some diamonds to pop out. I just, I just feel it. <laughs> and even if it doesn't happen beginning 2021, Michelle, there will be a point where you will be called back into life with new inspiration. It must be, and this is the cycles, the bigger cycles that I'm talking about. And sometimes that cycle might look that you're resting for four years. I had a friend, she had a burnout. She was in her bed for two years and she came out this year and in six months, she has a flourishing business and like sharing her work like internationally. So it doesn't matter how long your cycle of going inward is, there will be a moment where it comes out. It's like the ocean has ebb and flow. It just has to, there cannot be only ebb or flow. Yeah. Liza says it can be challenging with family as well, compassion and boundaries. Yes, I relate with this because 
where it might be easier to let go of friends. Family is your family. You kind of have to deal with them, whether you like it or not. And what I find here is that, yeah, to really listen, to really listen and, and honor, like feeling how you can honor yourself, how you can be in connection with them or not. Like I am in connection with all my family members, but my partner, for example, is not, you know? So that that's also very individually like, honoring where your aliveness is guiding you in each moment and how you can bring yourself into those connections especially with family yeah Livia asks how do we connect to our soul's gift how do we know and get out of our minds and into our hearts how do we hear the voices yeah here I would say to really feel intuitively in each moment what makes you come alive and it doesn't necessarily need to be this big purposeful thing. It can be super simple. What makes you come alive is maybe to spend a day in the sauna with your friend. And then the next thing that makes you come alive is maybe to, I don't know, go to the hairdressers or give yourself a facial. And the next thing that makes you come alive is maybe to read that book from that person that inspires you. And maybe there's a sentence in that book that then guides you to a course or a training. And that training then guides you maybe to you creating your own workshop, you know? For me, this is how our soul purpose unfolds. You don't have to be clear on the details of what it looks like and sounds like and feels like. All you have to do is feel where your aliveness is guiding you right now. I hope that that helps. Tamara says, past year, I've tried to make a structured long-term plan for creating my own business. Like you've said, a more masculine way of approach. Any advice on how to set a clear vision and following the divine flow? Yeah. Let's see if after, the, after our meditation, I can go a bit more into that. Yeah. Because I feel now, because we're now in this beautiful energy of, of feeling that aliveness more inside of us. I would love to go into a meditation and Crystal, can you make me uh, the host for a moment so I can share some music with everyone? <sighs> and in the meantime, we can maybe all take a few deep breaths in and out, maybe feel if your body needs a stretch or some touch, some movement. <sighs> Thank you. <sighs> yeah, just taking a few breaths and finding yourself in a comfortable position. <sighs> and allowing your breath to deepen Relaxing your jaw, softening your breath. And allowing your breath to descend down into your hips, into your base, into your womb. Letting a few breaths of relaxation soften your base. Ah. 
and then allowing your energy to expand towards your front as if it's becoming more spacious towards your front. And know that your intention is enough. Allowing it to expand towards your back, more and more spacious. Towards your left and right. And letting your energy drop deep down into the ground. All the way down to the core of the earth. Beautiful. And allowing it to expand high into the sky. All the way up to the galaxy. And then resting is this open awareness. And I will take you on to a guided journey where I invite you to keep all your senses open to what you are seeing, feeling, hearing, smelling and tasting. Trusting whatever comes to you, no matter how subtle or big. And I invite you to imagine a stairways going down with five steps. Maybe you see the stairs, or maybe it's just a knowing that they are there. Walking down to four, three, and allowing each step to relax you even deeper. Two, one, and then you're down the stairs. Now in front of you, there is a door. And behind this door is your magical place in nature. Whenever you're ready, I invite you to walk through the door and keep your senses open. Keep your senses open to the kind of nature that you're walking into. Noticing what it feels like beneath your feet, the kind of trees or waters or animals that are there. And the whole vibration. Vibration that this forest emanates to you. And then you're reaching an open field. And 
this open field, there's someone waiting for you. This is your most free and alive self. The version of you that is fully living her soul's essence. That is fully embodying your unique gifts. Just notice what she looks like, what she feels like. Noticing how she moves. The qualities that she's naturally emanating. and find yourself really close to her. Perceiving her transmission in pictures, sounds, words, images, sensations. What is her message for you? taking her in fully, knowing that she is you and you are her. And then follow your intuition to anything that wants to be shared or done between you. making sure that you give her a big hug, acknowledge her and thank her because she is alive inside of you. And then allow yourself to melt together as one in this embrace. until you're totally merged together, her alive inside of you. And slowly finding your way through the forest. taking in this magical place of nature. And this time with her fully alive inside of you. Finding your way back to the door. And walking up the steps to one, two, to welcome her inside of you and with you to four and five. Maybe giving yourself a stretch, some touch or a deep breath 
Whenever you're ready, opening your eyes. Beautiful. Welcome back. Just want to make crystal host again. Yeah, I would love, I actually feel I would love for some sharings. So if you feel to share, I welcome you to open your mic and just share what was it like for you? And for the ones who maybe don't want to open the mic, also feel free to share in the chat. How was your meeting? Any words? I do would love to hear some of you actually. Who loves to share? Open your mic. Am I on? Oh shit. Yes. I yeah. going to mute myself on the other mic. Wow. Yes. Um I think we've lost you, Aurora. Okay, can I say something? The one with the painting here? Yes. I see uh, in the forest, first an open space, uh, like a beach with water and trees and acorns and, you know, this uh, wolves and animals very bright light and very shining weather and then uh, I go to the field to meet the well let's call it the goddess because she was dancing in a blue white a turquoise uh, windy dress you know a lot of waves and movements and I start to dance with her and it was really like I got a message about uh, trust your body, your wisdom, your mind, your heart, your purity, your honesty. Don't doubt yourself. Don't go in the traps of fear and overwhelm. Trust yourself. It's good as who you are. And then I walk back to the door with that in my heart, with this dancing brightness. And it gives me quite uh, enthusiasm and you know, peace in my heart. Thank you for this really beautiful. I hope it was clear. Very clear. Thank oh. you. Thanks Thank for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Yes. <laughs> I Am you. I on? Yes, Aurora, you're on. Yes. Okay, good. Because I'm switching between my PC and my phone. Um, I really love this meditation. Um, it, um, it continued on something that I have done before, like, a, like the same kind of journeying inward. And um, I met myself in another, in another fashion, which was really lovely. And it was very clear. She said to me, go to the heart of things. So go to my own heart and go to the heart of what I 
what it is I want to accomplish in my life, go to the heart of the, um, the offerings and the medicine you have to give to the world, to the children, to the people, to the woman, um, go to the heart of it. So, so to really root deep in what it is in energy or in, in essence that, it, that I, that I want to do, that I, that I came here with my gifts to do. Um, and then the rest will follow. So I don't even need to know exactly how and when and where and all these things, but just to really connect to the vision of the heart of it. So that, that was really very, very beautiful to receive. And, um, well, then, then I did see some, some future things and, and then I went back to here and now, and it, it's really charged up something like wow okay this is uh, this is really a new starting point and a new step on on the road on the on the journey of my life so thank you so much nicole this um this diamond is one step closer to popping <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful thank you so much for sharing on yeah one more shall we do one more share I would like to say something. Yes. Hey. Yes. <laughs> I wrote um, before. I'm I'm very much in the, uh, in uh, standing in front of that gate and being uh, uncomfortable and resistance up and down all year. The last few days, it's really strong uncomfortableness. But when we do the meditation and I meet my most likely self. Uh, there she's there also always at the same time but it's just like a flame <laughs> the uncomfortableness and the resistance is a fire and the and the other part of me is a flame and then <laughs> things switch don't they <laughs> you can have a moment of complete joy and and have tears of joy and you're not crying <laughs> so this year is very much constantly on the balance. There's no way to be like in the Buddhist middle. <laughs> it's too much going on. If it's not mine, it's from the collective. Mm -hmm. So this constantly switching, but I felt this year stronger than ever that uh, both parts of me are always there. If, I, if I'm sad, I feel sorrow, there's a happy song also somewhere there. If I'm in a happy song, there's a little sorrow also somewhere there. So thank you. I enjoyed this very much. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Beautiful. Yeah. I love also how you bring in the piece of, of sensing the collective because I, I relate with that and I feel many oh. of us here can relate with that. Oh, this year. <laughs> And it's beautiful realization that the storms that we are processing or moving through us are not only ours, you know, we're, we're moving, we're moving the collective all together. Yeah, thank you for bringing that in. So Livia says, I met myself. She was so confident and she was safe to be vulnerable and seen. She was courageous and brave. I'm invited to shine and take up as much space as I need. Beautiful. Lean says, thank you for sharing this meditation with us. Tears of joy and belonging were streaming down my cheeks. Beautiful. 
Um, and then I see any work we do, even when we don't see and don't understand why, we are doing also the work to others to step out. Yeah, I think, yeah, we're going to close soon. Um, but I think uh, what you're sensing here is that when we come out more fully, that is the permission for others to come out more fully as well. And so in moments where you maybe feel challenged with yourself, then also know that when you decide to come out more fully, it's a permission for others to do the same. And I feel that's what our world needs right now. I feel that's what turns this global crisis into a global initiation and open all of us into our souls. Yeah. So I definitely uh, hope that today and this hour and this whole day can be an inspiration and a permission for you to come out more fully. Um, and also, if you love this meditation, um, we will put in a link in the chat where you can download it for free on my website. And you can go over it again. I see Crystal is putting the link in. Uh, you can go to the website and, and download it there. Also, the, this meditation has a journal uh, exercise afterwards so that you can actually yeah, sit with it yourself and do some journaling and let your most free in the life self write a letter to you so that you can have that letter with you. And I, I still do this meditation a lot. In 2015, it was this meditation that uh, she showed up with her, with her head shaved. I was like, I'm not gonna shave my head. And every time when I did this meditation, she again popped up with her head shaved and she was like walking with me throughout the day with her, with her shaved head. And it wasn't, about, it wasn't about me shaving my head, but it was about me throwing myself into something deeper. And so that's why I decided in the end to shave my head, you know, and to follow that aliveness. So I hope that that meditation can continue to support you on your journey. Yeah, beautiful. Um, yeah. I do, yeah, I do want to say there was one question about envisioning, envisioning the work and envisioning the business and we don't have time anymore to go into that. But what I do want to share is if you sign up for the meditation, you will also automatically receive my, uh, my newsletter, which is usually filled with, with practices or something that can support you on this journey of soul leadership and intuitive gifts. And there will in January be a free, a free uh, event coming up where you can connect to the soul of your business. Mm. So if you feel like, just to come back to that one question, if you feel specifically curious to birth a body of work into the world or to deepen your body of work for the world, then that's coming up in January and you are very welcome to come and join. It's also for free. Mm. Uh, and you can, you'll be automatically uh, in the newsletter when you get the meditation. Thank you so much for joining and for listening. And I'm looking forward to dive in again with you next week. Mwah.